In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Happy New Year, listeners. What's up? Jeff Zimfer, your humble host for another episode of the Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast coming at you. Chief truth teller here at Mortgage Marketing Radio. Got some truth for you here today. So glad you've tuned in. Hope your New Year is off to a start. All right. So um, quick reminder for those that uh, aren't yet aware of it. Uh, hey, we've got a private Facebook group for podcast listeners only. You've heard me talking it up a lot lately, and that's because we're going to be doing some big things in there coming the new year. I'm talking about live stream and webinars, special guests, ask me anythings and all that kind of stuff. So uh, definitely want to be a part of that. And really the reason behind that and why do I want to do that is because I want to find ways to connect in a more meaningful way with you, the listener. And of course, having a community or a group where we can all kind of get together and do that, that Facebook makes that easy in there. And so that's the purpose behind it. So you want to go over to Facebook and type in the search bar, Mortgage Marketing Radio. Uh, there's a couple of questions I ask you to fill out because we, we want to make sure you are in the mortgage business. And we've got the right people coming in there. So just go ahead and take 30 seconds and complete that little questionnaire. And uh, we'll let you on in and uh, look for good things to come there over on Facebook, Mortgage Marketing Radio, the podcast group. All right. Transitioning. You know, I've got a lot on my, on my mind when I sit and record this. Um, here we are. The date I'm recording this is January 13th, and I'm squeezing this in. And there's been a lot of different things running through my mind on a lot of different uh, projects, things that have got my attention, things that I want to be intentional about versus just have good intentions. Um, I talked about that on one of our recent private coaching calls because there's the difference. What do I mean by this, right? Real quick. So there's a difference between being um, having good intentions, right? That's awesome, right? We want to have good intentions, do the right thing, you know, make the right choices. But oftentimes our good intentions don't necessarily show up or we don't follow through on those per se. <clears throat> and so are we being intentional is the real question. Good intentions, eh, we got them, but are we being intentional? And so as I think about that, right, with being intentional, it, it really deals with, obviously, you've got to, I think, I don't know how to say this, have some systems and process and find a way, right, to be intentional and put, here's what I'm trying to say, to get stuff done, right? There's a lot I want to get done this year in terms of content and ideas and, you know, different things like that and um, 
things to do for you guys, our listeners, and to add more value to you and to, to help you succeed at a higher level. Lots of things I want to do, right? And get done. But lately, and just totally honest with you, lately over the past couple of weeks, I've really felt um, overwhelmed um, with the amount that I'm trying to take on. And so this isn't like a whining session or anything like that. It's just, hey, I don't often show up and let you know kind of what's on my heart and mind and what I'm feeling. And that's what is is here today. And stick with me, though. There'll be uh, some good takeaways and ahas uh, from this before we wrap up. And I'm going to give you a chance to actually uh, ask me a question. And I might actually feature your question live on the podcast. So why don't I cover that right now? If you want to ask me a question, I've set this thing up. It's called the speak pipe. And what it allows you to do is to uh, even right from your mobile phone, go to this webpage. There'll be a link in the show notes too, but you go to ask Jeff anything. That's G E O F F ask Jeff anything.com. You go there, you tap a button and you record your question to me, right? So what is, what is a, question you've been wanting to ask, but maybe you haven't been able to. Now, of course, you can do that in our podcast group over at Facebook that I mentioned a moment ago, but also you could go there and love to hear your voice and I'd love to know who you are. And if I select your question, you're going to win some free cool swag. You know, I'm thinking about bringing back t-shirts when I first started this podcast. By the way, this is the sixth year of the podcast. And in the early days, to grab some attention and to help get some reviews, um, I gave away a free T-shirt for every review. And so, what I'm thinking about doing is, for every question I get, I'm going to put people into a, you know, a, a contest every single month, and we're going to have we're going to um, select a winner out of the questions that I get every single month from the podcast. And there you go. I just announced that. And I put myself out there and I made a commitment for it, didn't I? Ho, ho, ho. So ladies and gentlemen, you want to ask me anything, you go to ask Jeff, G-E-O-F-F, askjeffanything.com, enter your question, tell me who you are, and you're going to get entered into a drawing for a swag box of all kinds of cool stuff, including private time with me, a one-on-one session with me, you know, uh, all kinds of other cool stuff to become about that. So how's that? Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. So um, back to where I was headed with this conversation. I'm sure you have a lot you want to get done too, right? And some of it's easier than other things. We all have something difficult, I'm sure, we're trying to accomplish. You know, whatever that is, you're right. You're trying to launch um, an initiative. You're trying to hire somebody. You're trying to go to that next level in your business. You're trying to lose weight, um, finish a creative project, Right stuff at home, personal stuff. We've lots of different tasks, right? And sometimes the thought of it can be overwhelming. And that's what I've been feeling is the quantity of things that I want to do. And then the various moving parts to go into getting those things done, which for me include hiring somebody, looking for somebody, you know, to help with with certain projects. The thought of completing it, right, is very far down the road and challenging, right? It's the old light at the end of the tunnel, right? Can't see it. You ever felt like that? Maybe you're feeling that right now with kind of your initiatives for this year. Could be around production, could be around hiring, could be around your team, your system, your process, right? Adding new referral partners. 
And so, you know, I do a fair amount of searching and looking for answers to how do highly productive people get this done? And yes, there's the conversation about delegating, outsourcing, hiring. That's cool and well and good, but that's not always an immediate solution, although uh, definitely a viable one and one that should be pursued for sure when possible, right? But uh, anyway, so I've been doing some reading um, and I'm getting back to this reading that I've been wanting to do um, that I'm behind on. <clears throat> and, and by the way, that's one of those areas I want to get a lot more done is I want to read more. Like I order these books and then right, they sit there or whatever. Um, and that's because quite honestly, right now I'm, I'm in a mode of actually GSD, get shit done, right? And what that does is it, it, it drives or it, it pulls my attention towards those projects or tasks that I need to get done because they support the bigger vision. And so sometimes things need to get set aside. Well, another example of that is the amount of time I spend practicing or playing guitar, right? There are many a nights where I choose to work on a project versus go up and spend 45 minutes or an hour futzing around on guitar. Now, in my ideal world, that wouldn't be the case. But right now, right, got goals, got things you got to want to do, got you know, initiatives that want to get completed, including reading. I'd like to be able to read more so I can gain my own knowledge. Uh, and yet that gets in the way too of some of these projects. So, but the one thing that I am going to be intentional about reading, I started this last year and got away from it. All right. So I'm in, I am an imperfect human being. I'm admitting to it right here, right now. I'm imperfect. I don't know if you've ever set an intention and then it kind of got away from you. But the book that I'm coming back to is called The Daily Stoic. 366 Meditations on Wisdom, Perseverance, and the Art of Living, written by Ryan Holiday. Uh, he's the uh, number one bestselling author of The Obstacle is the Way. And I, I'm really, you know, every time I read this kind of stoicism, this stoic philosophy from, you know, people like Marcus Aurelius and Epictetus and people like that, right? These Greek and Roman philosophers, um, I don't know. There's just a ton of wisdom in there for me, for sure. It's not the only source of wisdom. You can get wisdom from the Bible and other great books and stories and things like that. But this is one I'm just particularly drawn to um, for a variety of reasons, which I don't need to get into here. Rather, I'd rather pass on to you a recent um, passage or lesson, if you will, or chapter. So in this particular book, The Daily Stoics, 366 Meditations, it's literally a meditation, if you will, for every day. Now, by meditation, I don't mean you sit around and go, oh, Right. What I mean is, um, it's a short little uh, entry, right, of writing um, from these amazing philosophers from you know what hundreds, thousands of years ago. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, I was reading one of the newsletters I get, and um, it was sharing about what do you do when you've got a lot to do, a lot to get done. And there was a um, a reference to a, a gentleman named in there named uh, Rick Cohen who is also on the podcast, by the way, for The Daily Stoic, if you want to check that out. But Rich explained how he was able to, to consistently be so productive at, at such a high level. This guy, Rich Cohen, has written nine books, many of them bestsellers. And so this is, I wanted to share with you his approach to a big project. He approaches it like he's 
going on a cross-country road trip. What that means is, is the way you deal with long road trips is you set yourself a minimum number of hours a day, no matter how you feel. Like if you got to drive 16 hours, right? You're like, okay, I'm, I'm all in on eight. I'm all in on 10. Like I remember when I drove cross country many, many years ago, I was living in Maine and um, I wanted to move from Maine to San Diego not knowing a soul, but my sole purpose for going from Maine to San Diego was to work for Tony Robbins, which ultimately I did. Um, and of course, this is the back in the day before the internet, folks. So yeah, I know. Boo. Boo-hoo on me. Yeah. There's a whole story about that, which I've told before. I'm not going to get into right now. But um, anyway, driving across country, right? It took us six days. So you had to, you had to chunk that down, right? Into different increments, but also... Um, you had to be like, okay, man, we're going 10 hours today, right? That's it. That's our commitment. Even if you got tired, whatever, pull off, get coffee, do jumping jacks, open the window, right? Sing songs, whatever it is, right? The point is that not much, right? When you think it's like, oh, I'm going to go six hours today. I'm going to go eight hours today. I'm going to go 10 hours today. I'm going to make my five calls today. I'm going to post one piece of content today, right? The point with this is, is that this concept of like, you feel like you're not doing much, right? This whole, I'm not doing much, or it's just one post a day. It's just reading 15 pages a night. Well, that adds up. That adds up if you do it a lot. If you repeat that over and over again. So Marcus Aurelius, right? One of these wonderful philosophers uh, from back in the day, uh, great leader, um, said, don't let your imagination be crushed by life as a whole. All you have to do, he said, is stick with the situation at hand, right? Assembling your life action by action. No one, he says, can stop you from that. Hmm. So, Think about this as you're looking out into 2022. I'm going to try and take this on and hopefully it works for me. Is uh, Use the metaphor of the road trip, right? It's a good one because the road forward, right? A brand new year. We're starting from this destination. Excellence is a road, if you will, right? Achieving certain goals is like being on a road. Does that make sense, right? We're on the road to filling in the blank. I'm on the road to increasing my income. I'm on the road to right, writing that book. I'm on the road to doubling my business. I'm on the road to launch that software, whatever it is, right? There's a road to being, right? From where you are to where you want to get. To finishing that task or that project. How do you travel any road? In steps. A certain number of miles or hours per day. So excellence then, right? Or achieving completion is simply a matter of taking one small step, then another, then another in front of the other. Like the old, the old quote that a journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step, right? But it doesn't end with the first step. It's the next, the next, the next, the next, right? The domino effect that keeps building on it. Like, but here's the key back to the idea with the road trip. Hey man, we're going all in today, eight hours, 10 hours, even when you don't feel like it. 
like going to the, it's like being consistent with your workout, even when it doesn't feel like it's making much of a dent. I got a friend of mine who uh, has been sharing his weight loss journey with me. And over the last year, he's, you know, occasionally shared with me that he's hit the wall, hit the wall and like basically texting me saying, dude, what the hell? I'm, I've tried everything, right? And I can't drop, drop to get to that next level of weight, right? Or I don't feel like I'm making progress in this particular area. It can feel like you're not making much of a dent, right? But it is. You're getting closer. And too often, we're putting unrealistic expectations on our progress. Like what's the old saying that most people overestimate what they can do in a year, but underestimate what they can do in a decade. Decades sound like a long time, doesn't it? In this world of instant gratification. Hey, I've been doing this podcast six years. This is the sixth year. If I look over my shoulder, if I turn my head around right now and look behind me and I look back at the last five years, it doesn't seem that far, far off. And I sure as heck didn't think I would get here. All I did was continue on the road. All I did was stay true to my commitment to the best I could of one episode a week. Did I always hit it? No, especially in the early days. Even now, I still sometimes miss it. That's some of what I'm trying to get better control of in my life is, you know, control over consistency and projects and process and things like that. So there's this other philosopher, Zeno. I'm just getting to know these guys, but anyway. This is what he meant when he said, you know, eventually you'll arrive. Well-being is realized by small steps, but it is no small thing. Mm. So I'm here to applaud you, encourage you. I'm that guy standing on the sidelines. You know, you ever see those marathons where you've got, you know, the people are coming through the crowds, they're handing out the cups of water, they're cheering, you're getting down, you know, you're on your journey. I don't know where you're at. Maybe the, maybe the gun just went off. Maybe you just got started. Maybe you're mid, at, at the midway. Maybe you're tired, right? This is, this is, I don't know where you're at, but hey, come back to this or just remember this. When, when you're tired, when you feel like you're not making progress, I'm cheering for you because I know you are making progress if you're putting one foot in front of the other, then getting up the next day and doing it again. And obviously you guys know what I'm talking about, putting one foot in front of the other. I'm speaking metaphorically, whatever that thing is that you're working towards, that's pulling you. Keep going, keep going. I'm cheering you. There's other people cheering you. I'm a fan of you. Okay. So a quick reminder, by the way, if you want to ask me anything when it comes to marketing, social media, uh, you know, growing your referral partner relationships, your mortgage business um, mindset, I don't care, whatever you've listened to a variety of these different, different episodes. I've interviewed over 200 of America's top producing originators. Uh, a lot of people that are highly skilled in digital marketing as well, marketing as a whole. Where do you need help? 
what's got you right facing resistance i'd like you to go and ask me anything you go to ask jeff anything a s k g e o f f anything ask jeff anything.com that's where you can go tap a button and leave a question for me and as you heard a few moments ago if i feature your question live on the air you go into the monthly contest for winning a cool kick-ass swag box. Trust me, it's going to be good. Um, definitely all about quality over quantity. So feel free to go there. Ask Jeff anything.com. All right. So one last thing, back to the book, The Daily Stoic. Um, going to the book for today's date when I'm recording this, January 13th. Um, I love this so much. I actually remember reading this last year. And so it's a good reminder, but let me first uh, read the the writings, if you will. Uh, this is from the Journal of uh, Epictetus. Uh, and I wish I, if, I, if I had it handy, handy here for a quicker explanation of who this guy was, because I'm not doing him justice uh, in terms of explaining who Epictetus was. As a matter of fact, here's what I can do. See, this is how I... Uh, I'm going to look it up right now. He was a philosopher. Yay, doesn't that tell you a lot? We're going to be going more onto this uh, in the coming sessions as I start to do more of just you and I sessions. So he was a Greek Stoic philosopher, born into slavery, uh, lived in Rome until his banishment. He went through, uh, let's see, Greece for the rest of his life. Teachings were written down and published by his student, Arian, in Discourses and some other Greek word I can't pronounce. Um, he taught philosophy as a way of life, not simply a th theoretical discipline. Um, so this is one of his teachings that all external events are beyond our control. We should accept whatever happens calmly and dispassionately. However, individuals are responsible for their own actions, which they can examine and control through rigorous self-discipline. Now, this guy was born around 50, uh, 50 AD. Mm. Okay. So let me jump into uh, the journal entry from today, January 13th, 2022. The Circle of Control. This is uh, by Epictetus. We control our reasoned choice and all acts that depend on that moral will. What's not under our control are the body and any of its parts, our possessions, parents, siblings, children, or country, anything with which we might associate. Hmm. That's important enough that it bears repeating, right? A wise person knows what's inside their circle of control and what is outside of it. And this is really simple, right? That's the good news. It's pretty easy to remember what's inside your control. According to the Stoics, the circle of control contains just one thing, your mind. That's it. Even your physical body isn't completely within the circle. Think about it, right? God forbid any of us could be struck with a physical illness or impairment at any moment, right? But if you look at this with the right mindset, it's actually good news. Why? Because it drastically reduces the amount of things you need to think about. There is clarity and simplicity. While everyone else is running around with a list of responsibilities a mile long or 
in today's world talking about the latest story around COVID or politics or, you know, conspiracy theories abiding. I don't know what comes across your feed and your circles, but that's what sometimes winds up tumbling into mind. You can't get away from it today, right? The media, what's the price of gas, inflation. I mean, all these different things we could, right? Everything, all those things are out of our control. And we're not even responsible for them, right? Your one item list to be intentional about and to master is one thing, your choices, your will, and your mind. Technically, there's three things I know, but it sounded pretty dramatic when I said one thing, didn't it? <laughs> you guys get the point. The only thing we can control is our mind. And then, right, the vines off the branch there of our mind is our choices and our will, our self-will, our self-control to do or not do, which all stems from the ability to control our mind. So what's the moral of the story? Stand guard at the door of your mind. Protect it from people, places, sources that aim to chip away at the defenses you're building to control your mind, control your choices, control your will, and those that see it otherwise. That's it. Simply out of touch. So this was the message for, for, for today. You know, Obviously, on the next episode, we're going to be getting back to doing more interviews, um, but I'm also going to be coming to you guys with more lessons and more specific teachings and trainings. I got another question for you right here, and this is where I want you to use uh, you know, get back to me. Let me know somehow, right? Um, you can always email me podcast at mortgagemarketingradio.com. Um, you can hop on Facebook or the socials and DM me. Or of course, you can go to this new page that we've got, which allows you to leave me a voice message, which is ask Jeff anything, G-E-O-F-F, -F, ask Jeff anything. Um, here's my question for you. A, did you find this lesson valuable in these types of podcasts where I take this topic and kind of carve out something. And then B, would you be open to reading a newsletter? Now, hold on. No one needs another newsletter or, a, or average newsletter, right? But I've been, again, this comes back to what I've been thinking about how I want to level up my own value, my content strategy, um, serve on a higher level. And your feedback would help me in that. So my question is, would you be open to reading a marketing newsletter that's not these little snippets that are cute and like, you know, post three times a day and all that, but are actually how-to case studies, swipe files, actual mini workshop in every newsletter. 
And, you know, a large focus of the content of the newsletter would be around this, again, the concept of the hybrid loan officer, whereas, yes, the traditional referral database, past clients, fear of influence type stuff, right? With use cases, examples, how-tos in that. But also what I'm sensing, you guys tell me, what I'm sensing is perhaps in the vein of this newsletter and how-to information, there's there's a, a, a hunger or a, a, a maybe a greater desire for how-to when it comes to the opposite side of the hybrid, which is the digital, right? Social media. How do I show up on social? Which channel do I pick? Uh, how do I actually do a story, a reel? Um, I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel. Um, what do I need to know, right? Uh, video. Okay, great. Everybody says video is king. Short form, long form. Um, how do I actually record? And not just the how-to, but actual right use cases that you can look at, right? A featured loan officer look at their posts, look at the content that they posted, how they structured their hashtags, for example, um, you know, and actually see the screenshots of what they did so that you can translate that over to you, right? This whole idea of swipe and deploy, actual swipe files. If there's copy in there, if there's messaging, if there's scripts or whatever, right? All that would be included. If that sounds like something you'd be interested in reading, please let me know. Let's reach out through the various channels. You know how to reach me. I'm pretty available. It's not like I'm hard to find on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, email, podcast at Mortgage Marketing Radio. Or lastly, of course, go to Ask Jeff Anything, G-E-O-F-F, askjeffanything.com. With that said, I am challenged and also excited about what the new year has in store for you and for me challenged in the ways that I mentioned earlier in, in this podcast and the ability to actually get it all done and create more effective processes for getting that done. Um, but also excited because I know it's going to be a great year. I know that because that's where my mindset is at. It'll be a great year because I'll choose to make it a great year, regardless of what happens in the world, in my backyard, in the politics, in whatever the market. It's going to be a great year for housing, for purchase housing, for sure. So go get it. Go get yours and let me know how I can help. Hope you've enjoyed this episode today. If you like it, reach out, let me know. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done-for-you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done-for-you proven marketing materials and plug-and-play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls 
with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call, we'll have a chat, we'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.